Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild, and this is Embrace, Embrace You First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. So this is a two-part series because this is such a juicy topic and we need to talk about it. And we are so super thrilled to have Dr. Kara Mora Marco Kenrick with us, who is a doctor of acupuncture and East Asian medicine, earning both her master's and doctorate degrees from Emperor's College. Her passion is healthful living and it began from an early age. I can't believe you have both parents that were acupuncturists. That's so cool. Welcome, Kara. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. If we're going to look at staying young and youthful, conservation is a big key word, right? Yeah. So you don't want to overexpend your energy. So what are some mm-hmm. tips for or not? Like, how do we not overexpend our energy? And how do we gauge it? How do we embrace this lot? Yeah, right. Exactly. I want to know. Like Help I was, me. <laughs> yeah, like I was saying, like, you know, not saying yes to everything. You know, sometimes you have to, you know, listen to yourself and just take care of you, you know, take care of you. Um, and don't be, don't feel guilty all the time for, for doing that. Right. Yeah. And, and then space for. Mm-hmm. nourishing so I mean we can get a little bit into how we view eating in Chinese medicine because digestion is is a huge part of our health and how we assimilate the nutrients because that in turn gets used for energy mm-hmm. yeah yeah and if we're in fight and fight or flight or freeze we are definitely not digesting so mm-hmm. taking the time to even transition to eating not eating while working Exactly. Yeah. I, a lot of my patients who complain of bloating issues um, and they said they're not really sensitive to foods. I'm like, okay, you've been at the computer for 12 hours. Did you like inhale your food or did you take the time to, you know, take a little break and slowly eat? And they're like, uh, yeah, just, you know, inhaling the food. Uh, and you can look at cultures like in Europe, they have like four hour lunch breaks and siestas and they're pretty, you know, they're thin and they walk everywhere. And that um, it's really important to eat slow. So if we can slow down, there's a, a saying in Chinese medicine to eat. Um, so you're basically 70% full. And yes. if we're eating really quick, we're not going to, our body's not going to get that signal. It takes about 20 minutes for our body to realize, okay, we've just had a a good meal and, you know, we'll end up overeating and then not feeling well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, and it is a reality where when you don't eat, I think, I think you're right. 70%, Mm -hmm. you actually elongate your lifespan. 
right? Mm, yeah. And in fact, that's what they looked at when they looked at the oldest people on earth, right? To date. Mm-hmm. And, and they look at their lifestyle and that's what yeah. they do. That's, mm-hmm. you know. They do what? And it, they don't eat until they're really full. Oh, right. And, yes. you know, and what do we do? Gosh, like North American culture. Hello, you have buffets. Although mm-hmm. nowadays, maybe that's going to shift, yeah. which is a good thing. <laughs> no one, but yeah. people will like, I don't know about you. I'm Asian, right? So we want to like get the bang for the buck. And then you're like <laughs> stuffing yourself and you feel like so sickly after. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, I actually hate buffets because yeah, of I that. Because I, 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 I my mindset that. would be like, I got to get my money's worth. And meanwhile, yeah. so I, I don't I don't cater to that kind of mindset anymore. Yeah. Certainly growing up, it's that scarcity mindset. I'll order right? off the menu if I'm yeah, buffet because totally, I can't totally. fill my stomach up. So yeah. And then like yeah, mixing definitely. too many foods doesn't digest yeah. so well. That's yeah, what right. foods are good for our face and our skin and our body? What would you say to suggest in terms of foods that might be good for aging mm-hmm. gracefully? Well, foods that support our kidney. So when we think of foods that are good for the kidney, black foods, um, they have antioxidants mm. too. So like blackberries, black mm. beans, black sesame seeds, um, the black seaweeds, um, a little bit of black pepper. Uh, most black foods, not necessarily black coffee, because too much coffee is not good for, for the adrenals. Um, but those other black foods are good. Things like walnuts, goji berries are good for nourishing the yin. Um, there's properties to help brighten the eyes. So something like um, also the warm foods. We really like, this is like a broken record for anyone that hears about Chinese medicine nutrition. Absolutely. Yeah, because we think, you know, it's very common to have a smooth frozen smoothie for breakfast and then a salad for lunch, right? And those are just all cold. And so our digestion runs on this fire. And when you put a lot of the cold raw foods, slowing everything down, it makes everything harder to digest and you can get fatigue and bloating. So we like, of course, to say like warm foods, like have soups and stews, especially in the winter, things like root vegetables, um, bone broths, those are all going to digest much better and um, they're good for your yin. Yeah. Right. You can absorb the nutrients easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, so I'm not going to, I'm actually going to say it's not a broken record because lots no. of people still, you know, don't all know. the time. Some people don't know. Some smoothie. people haven't heard it. Yeah. yeah. No, for <laughs> sure. And so what do you tell people when they want a smoothie? I I say, I'm so I healthy. I, I know. I say you can have your smoothie, but make it, you know, room temperature. I take the mm-hmm. take all the frozen ingredients out the night before, put it in the fridge, make your smoothie, and then wait. You know, don't have it freezing. So if you feel, you know, you want all those nutrients, that's good. Um, sometimes it can still be a little heavy and a little much because there's so many ingredients in there. But if you digest it okay and you feel okay after, you know listen to your body. If you always feel really bloated and more hungry after the smoothie, then maybe that's not the best thing for you. Maybe start with a warm breakfast, like, you know, scrambled eggs and veggies or oatmeal, or we really like, you know, congee, which is so easy to digest. Mm-hmm. You want warm to wake it up nicely and gently. And so exactly. this brings to, you know, modern day versions of breakfasts, right? Like it's it's typically cold and sugary. Mm -hmm. And so we want to, you know, be kind to our spleen as it wakes up to food. And I mean, we did an episode on um, 
intermittent fasting, but beyond that, it's just like, you know, we are, we all break fasts, yes. right? We all break fasts. Breakfast so when we do, when we do like, can we shift away from smoothies and sure. Okay. If you love it, that's great. But you know, smoothies haven't been around forever either. It's pretty new. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of a we, convenient food. Right? It, it's like a way to get a meal in a container blended mm-hmm. easy to break down. But I, yes. I agree. Yes. I, I think in rotation, is a good mm-hmm. idea if you're going to incorporate it, but right. not necessarily every day. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, then let's, there's the, th- we have a sample size of three. <laughs> Do you ever have a smoothie for breaking your fast in the morning? I not don't. these days. I don't really no. do smoothies much at all. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. I'll have them as a snack. Yeah. I like to break my fast with like an egg omelet or actually just like a lunch type meal. So a salad mm-hmm. with salmon and nuts and olive oil and balsamic vinegar, try to get the flavors in there. So see, I love it that it's not like your traditional, you know, donut or (laughs) (laughs) muffin or muffin, right? Box of cereal. I'm I'm guilty of like doing some uh, croissants sometimes. (laughs) Okay. But I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I actually actually (laughs) don't feel guilty when I eat it though. I don't. (laughs) But this is about embracing you first and embracing you first means that you know, it's, we don't have to be like, as, yeah. as Dr. Uh, Jill Blakeway says, 80% mm-hmm. is perfection. Right. So and you're not saying you're doing it every single day. Just on that note, everyone's body is different. Um, like my background, my dad's Italian. So I feel like I just, I have those genes that can digest gluten really well. Actually, you know, I feel totally great eating, honestly, like cookies <laughs> and, and, <laughs> And bread. I love I, it. I, <laughs> Actually, honestly, cookies. I I don't get bloated from it. I like I de- digest it really well, um, and I've, <laughs> I've always been that way. So you know, for me, I don't need gluten free. For someone else, yeah. they might. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. really, right. it really varies. And like, and again, like I said, I actually don't feel guilty from eating. It's not that I eat it every day. You know, I really try to. You know, I know what's good for me and what's nutritious, but I won't feel the best if I just have a bowl of uh, broccoli and cauliflower. Like I'll be extremely bloated. Those are foods that can bloat very Mm -hmm. easily. Some people digest them really well. Like I'm, I wish I could, but um, we're not, all our bodies are not meant to eat the same foods. So variety is the best, like change it up. Don't eat the same thing every day, you know, have very good have a variety so that you can get all the different colors, all the different nutrients, different vitamins and minerals from different foods. It's important. Flavors and tastes mm-hmm. so that yeah. you can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then let's, let's share with everyone what, what you are actually having for breakfast outside of the days of croissants. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I do like the warm breakfast. So like oatmeal with some fresh berries, maybe a bit of nut butter, um, or some like, sometimes I'll add goji berries, chia seeds in there, something like that, that, or I really do also like eggs. They like, for me, I digest them really well. Um, eggs are also really great for like, you know, the fertility and the kidneys because we get all of our essential, um, amino acids and they're really high in choline, which is very important. So, um, I like that too. Or like I do like toast, toast with like peanut butter and and jelly or almond butter, something like that, or or some ghee on it. Yeah. And coffee, a little coffee. 
<laughs> I, I love hearing, you know, the realities, right? You know, because you can go to a practitioner and they'll say, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. It's like, oh my gosh, it can be totally overwhelming. So to yeah. hear what actually practitioners do and, you know, having some leeway is so awesome, right? You can like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. 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 So you brought in about eggs too. So I want to just address that because we talked about uh, fertility. And so in Chinese medicine, we always talk about like treats like. So yeah. egg treats mm-hmm. egg. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The eggs. So also we think of like the seeds. So black sesame seeds, uh, pomegranate, right? There's seeds. So anything with seeds, walnuts, right. not exactly a seed. Goji berries have all those little seeds in them. Berries. Mm-hmm. It's like the doctrine of signatures. They look like little sperm yeah right yes 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 yeah seeds for the seeds eggs for the eggs well yeah yeah yeah. but that that's also potent right because it becomes and grows and develops into whatever it becomes Mm -hmm. but it's that power potent seed like it's it's that vibration that is so strong when it Mm -hmm. hasn't quite you know fully blossomed out where the energy is more dispersed right Right. this is more concentrated energy and full of antioxidants full of yeah so antioxidants Mm -hmm. in the west jing in the east yes (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and i always i tell my patients like don't be afraid of the yolk you know there's been so much controversy with eggs um they're really if you can digest them well they're a great nutrient source so Yes, you mentioned choline. Yes, definitely. Mm. The choline is really good for the brain. That's where you get the vitamin B12. Mm. The whites are the egg, like protein, right? So definitely agree with that. Love that you pointed that out. Skip the egg whites, go Mm. for the whole egg. Oh, yeah. Everything in its whole form, always a better option. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So because we're on this TCM tangent, in terms of like honoring the natural beauty, like look Tell us some of the techniques that TCM uses that you could possibly go to a practitioner for, but then also at home, what can we do? Right. So we talked about food, right. the seeds. Mm-hmm. So what other things? Yeah. So there's the whole concept of yang sheng. I'm not good. How do you pronounce that exactly? So I'm Cantonese speaking. Okay. So we would say yang sheng. So I don't know. Okay. I, I don't want to bastardize the um, Mandarin way of speaking it. Okay. Yang sheng. Yeah, that's no. very different. I don't know. It's, we'll it's just fake written, it. <laughs> it's written like in English, I would say yang sheng, which is like you're living long and longevity. So nourishing life. Nourishing life is the translation and the practice. So that includes things like we've already been talking about, but... Um, meditation, being in nature, music and dance, how we eat, exercise, um, different routines like the um, facial guasa, um, rolling, jade rolling. Um, and So tell us more about those. Cause, yeah. Because this will so, be the first time people have heard this, right? So it's okay. like, what the hell is jade rolling and what the yeah. heck is gua sha? So those have become very popular and trendy now, but it's good to know that, you know, the basis is and the roots are in Chinese medicine. They, so they've been doing these youthful practices for thousands of years. So it's, it's nothing new. It's part of our traditional medicine. And um, the gua sha is actually used on the body as well. But now it's becoming popular, you know, for face, for like sculpting the face 
and activating the channels and meridians because we have so many um, important and great acupuncture points on the face. So, but it is something you can go to your Chinese medicine practitioner. You can go to your acupuncturist and get, you know, facial acupuncture and also maybe some of these techniques and um, it's really good for the circulation. So that's, you know, something at home people have been doing. And I always recommend it's good to learn from a Chinese medicine practitioner because now a lot of days people are just doing, you know, a weekend course and then teaching it. It's important to be taught by someone who knows the roots. And so you can learn, you know, what the traditional way of using it is for. Well, sure, because there's also contraindications, right? So, you know, gua sha and, uh, well, the roller is fine, but like mm-hmm. gua sha or anything yeah. that's hyper-stimulating on the face might not be great when you're actually in the midst of trying to conceive or mm-hmm. um, you're pregnant, right? Or, or yeah, other kinds exactly. of, or if you have migraines or something, right? So yeah. can you speak more to that, like any kind of contraindications? Or yeah, also more like than if you have um, active... Um, like skin infection or eczema or rosacea, you're not going to want to go over the skin there. Um, They are powerful techniques. Um, So yeah, it's important to get the clearance to do anything like that. They're so relaxing. Like to get gua sha, I had it done. It's so like, I feel so peaceful and relaxed. It's just really good for not just face, but like the neck and shoulders and adhesions. It really is. It, It really is so relaxing. So one other thing that I, um, like to recommend for people that's just so easy and people don't necessarily think of it is just giving yourself like a scalp massage. Uh, my hair is up right now, so I can't really show, but I, you know, I <laughs> like to wear my hair up and it's pretty tight. So when I take it down, my head does feel quite tender, but it's so good for the circulation for a whole face even. So it brings the blood flow also good for hair growth. So if your mm-hmm. hair is thinning a bit, so just like really getting in feeling everywhere where it's tight, this all, you know, we have so many muscles in our face and the back of our neck where everything attaches. So that's something, and it's so relaxing too, to, you know, if you can have your partner give you a massage, but you can do it to yourself, give yourself scalp massage for that circulation, blood flow is going to come up and it's going to show on your face as well. And, and I love that you're covering this because I know and I've witnessed this in the past. So people that are losing hair or they're actually scared to touch their scalp. It's like, oh, my goodness, if I touch it, it's going to make it come out more. And it's actually not true at all. Right. Mm-hmm. In what yeah. you're saying. We want to stimulate it. Exactly. Yeah. What are some acupressure points that uh, viewers can do at home that might bring in a sense of calm and then of course less stress hormones helps us Mm -hmm. age gracefully and feel just more at peace oh this point right in between the eyebrows yin tong it's a really nice relaxing one so you can massage this one and i also really like all of these along the eyebrow there's um bladder two here so you can massage um here and then here so anything on the face is going to be really relaxing that's why I also love facial acupuncture. I mean, there's, we haven't even gotten into that, but there's so many benefits. Um, of course, the local like stimulation of collagen and elastin, but a lot of the points are actually acupuncture points and the ones on the face are known for their calming effect. So really great for anxiety. 
So not only are you getting the acupuncture benefits, you're getting that the acupuncture benefits of the collagen, you're getting the benefits of the actions of the points, which are very relaxing. So you can so, yeah, just find so any, anything that it, feels good. Mm-hmm. Right. So Dr. Kara, just because there's lots of people that are not viewing, they're mm, hearing oh, that's it. Right. So can you describe how you would actually find that point and you know how are we massaging the points right. you know the bladder too you know right. i call it like a windshield wiper but can you take care that's of that that's a that's a good description yeah so the first point is in in between the eyebrows so like above your nose in between the eyebrows yin tong and you can spend a few minutes just closing your eyes and doing some nice deep breaths and this one can be used before bed to relax And then we go to the corner of the eyebrow and you can find like a little dent in there, a little depression. You can massage that one. And then just going out midway in the middle of your eyebrow, you can massage that point there. It's an extra point. And then to the end of your eyebrow. So yeah, you can, you can, you know, hold those for a few minutes in between a massage or just go in a like stroking motion. And then your, um, the point at your temples is a nice one, especially if you have tension headaches, mm-hmm. you can massage that. And then some <laughs> so other ones, those- right? We're like putting you to sleep. Some other ones that are really great. Are- <laughs> well, so by many- the way, we're going to just share with everybody that we're yeah. doing it all as you're saying this. So if you're just listening, we're like totally getting all like relaxed. We're, just massaging we're feeling ourselves. extra beautiful. Oh my God, I feel so awesome. <laughs> and then our jaw, it's like TFJ yes. is yeah. a big issue right now. So many people are coming in with clenching. Um, just from stress, sitting at the computer, work. Um, but yeah, you can give yourself a little nice massage on the, any tender spot in your jaw and things like that. You can do at home and they're relaxing yeah. and they can help loosen up the muscles. Yeah, so. And again, um, don't be afraid to touch your skin because again, you know, again, people are thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to touch my face too Just much. wash your hands know. first, you know. And Yes, yeah. good point. Yeah. <laughs> Best advice ever. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't forget that. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Any other tips? Like, um, how about Asian products? For yes, this? I was, I was actually just going to get there. Um, first, I'm going to talk about some internally that I like some of my favorites right now. Royal jelly. Um, have you guys heard of that? Love that. Yeah. yeah love some that. people have, some people haven't. But it is used in traditional Chinese medicine for our yin, for our jing, which are things that we want to nourish. So it has a lot of um, vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, which so this is it's a bee product. Um, It's not exactly bee pollen, but it's um, something it's what the queen bee eats and she lays thousands of eggs. So you can think of that same like also good for your eggs and fertility for both men and women. So it's great for eggs and sperm, but it's really good for the face for um, like a natural kind of facial rejuvenation. So it's going to bring that yin and that moisture. It's going to help brighten the face. And it's also really great for just the nutrients in there for stress um, and for energy and for your immune system. So I really like royal jelly. Um, yeah. internally. And I think that do, some products, they do have it topically as well. Um, so that's a great one. 
So, Dr. Kara, I'm just looking at our time and we're really really running out of it. So we got to wrap it up. So name your second other thing that you want to name. And then we want to have another question. The one I love is is, uh, pearl powder. Pearl powder is really nice. um, And you can, uh, they also have that topically, but internally as well. And you can like, I like to open up the capsules and um, put it in like a tea, something like that. It's also really nice before bed because in Chinese medicine, it has some calming and relaxing effects for us. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, just to finish up, is tremella mushroom, which is Mm. one that is very high in hyaluronic acid. So it's the most like yin nourishing, um, water loving mushroom. Um, Think it might be the same as snow mushroom. Anyways, you can find it to eat, but they do make tremella powder, which is also really nice that you can put in a tea. I put it in my morning coffee. Oh, do you really? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. idea. I said I don't drink coffee, but I'll, we could do that in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. Thank you so much for all that insight. And yeah. before we close off, we ask every speaker to tell us and share what have you done today or these days to fill your cup, to bring your youthful beauty out? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, what I'm doing now these days is trying to do less social media, be on Instagram less, and I'm reading more. So I've got a bunch of new books and it's been really great. I'm so happy that I'm like getting back into more reading. So that's oh, that's awesome. Doing. Beautiful. Yes. I think I saw you with a post with a stack of books, right? And my, yeah. my book was in there. Nice. I love your book. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's what I'm into right now. That's Aww, awesome. That's Thank you so much for being with us. And You're welcome. we would love Thanks to have so you back another for, time. It's Thanks fun. for having me. It was great chatting with you girls. <laughs> yes. Please like, subscribe, share. We want to be able to reach more people so they can hear all this amazing information. Thank you so much, Kara. Thanks. Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until next time, ask yourself, how are you going to embrace you first today? For more podcasts, check out embraceyoufirst.com. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.